0: Joe Biden and his administration are now going after your ceiling fan. The left is trying to use the 14th Amendment to keep Trump off the ballot. Plus, black support for former President Trump continues to grow. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Joe Biden and his ongoing war on appliances, consumer choice, national security, and ultimately our freedoms. Despite media attempts to portray Biden as some kind of pragmatic uniter, the American people have realized that instead, Biden is someone who will try to divide Americans at every opportunity, and who is a left wing radical. The so-called Inflation Reduction Act didn't do anything to stop inflation, it was simply legislation to push Biden's radical green agenda. And now Biden doesn't even pretend that it was supposed to address inflation.
1: This whole time we're talking about this inflation reduction act supposed to be reducing inflation. Well, yesterday he says, I wish I hadn't called it that. It had less to do with reducing inflation than it does with providing alternatives that generate economic growth, Congressman. Uh, We know what that means. It means it's the green agenda.
0: It's all about the green agenda, which means it's all about power. Make no mistake, climate change activism is not about the climate. It's about shifting wealth and shifting power. It's about the government increasing its presence in our lives and having more control over what we use, what we purchase, and how we live. Since taking office, Joe Biden has dramatically scaled back on domestic energy production. America was energy independent. In fact, America had become a net exporter of energy. This fact increased our national security. Relying on other nations, especially hostile nations, is not good for America's national security. And yet, that's exactly what Biden has done. In addition, the Biden administration has increased the economic hardship on Americans by limiting consumer choices on products and driving up costs because of new green regulations. Biden has gone after our cars, gas stoves, water heaters, air conditioning units, dishwashers, and now Biden wants to go after ceiling fans. That's right, as if the cost of everything else hadn't already gone up under Biden, he now wants to make ceiling fans more expensive through ridiculous regulations that will not help the environment.
1: Well, it turns out that Biden's cabinet may not be the biggest fan of your ceiling fans. The Department of Energy has a new proposed rule that would make ceiling fans more energy efficient so that they are more climate friendly. The Department of Energy is saying this about their new rule. The proposed standards for ceiling fans are projected to yield significant environmental benefits. DOAE maintains that environmental and public health benefits associated with the more efficient use of energy are important to take into account when skitter considering the need for national energy conservation.
0: If Americans had this burning desire for more efficient ceiling fans, the market would reflect that demand. But people are happy with what they have. This proposed rule will only drive up costs and limit choices.
1: You can't blow past the cost new regulations would have on the ceiling fan industry. According to the Department of Energy's own analysis, the new rules would save households about $39 over the lifespan of the new energy efficient fan. But the cost to manufacturers in an increased equipment will cost about $86 million.
0: Wow. The Biden administration is touting a $39 savings over the life of a ceiling fan. That's nothing. Meanwhile, the cost to produce new government-approved ceiling fans will be significant and will be passed along to the consumers. Here's more.
1: Republicans on the House Small Business Committee writing to Energy Secretary Granholm this, this rule would require numerous small business fan manufacturers to redesign their products and may put between 10 and 30 percent of small business ceiling fan manufacturers out of business. The founder and CEO of Super Duty Fans Made in Texas, Phil Eggers, tells me he doesn't get why the Department of Energy is singling them out, telling us this, they've had the intention to regulate industrial fans for years. I think the reason and they're getting around to it now is because Biden has sold every department to go and make things more green. They're spending more money on lawyers and Department of Energy people than they will ever save in 30 years of energy savings. It's just ridiculous.
0: It is ridiculous. And I just have to share how the left wing media are spinning these new regulations. In a new article in Newsweek, the so called journalist points out that the new standards won't take effect until 2028. That's something to always watch out for. The left thinks that the American people will be okay with bad legislation because it won't kick in for a few years. Bad legislation is bad legislation, regardless of when it begins. The article goes on to say that the standards will, quote give Americans more energy efficient options to choose from, end quote. The fact is that the choices will actually be limited because many ceiling fan options that consumers have now will be outlawed with the new regulations. In addition, the wording is so fake because more options aren't being given to consumers by the manufacturers, they are being mandated. People have choices now. They will have fewer choices in the future. So add ceiling fans to the growing list of appliances and home goods that are being targeted by Joe Biden. And remember this, as costs go up, choices go down and more power and control end up in the hands of the government. All right, next let's talk about the plan to keep Trump off the ballot, but first, If you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about former President Trump and the latest plan by the left to bring him down. And first, how about that Trump mugshot? It's like the left just doesn't learn its lesson. The left tries and tries and tries to get Trump. And each time, not only does it fail, But it strengthens people's support for Trump. But there is something more that's going on as well. It doesn't just further galvanize Trump supporters. That's the depth. But the breadth is also increasing. More people who may have been lukewarm to Trump, or maybe even not supported him, are pausing for a moment and saying, this is out of control. America is looking like a banana republic with the Democrats, media, big tech, and leftist donors doing everything they can to destroy Trump. We are seeing the weaponization of government and the American people, not just Trump supporters, are seeing through it.
1: Since Trump left the presidency, he's been criminally indicted four times. This wouldn't have happened had Trump not been surging in the polls. Trump not only beating his Republican challengers by a a landslide now, but a new poll shows Trump is now beating Biden. There you see it on the screen, 47 to 43%. Who are the 43%? I have no idea. The Democrat plan to destroy Trump, to destroy America one city at a time guess what? It is backfiring because Americans, they are waking up.
0: So what is the left trying now? In addition to trying to convict Trump on all these bogus charges and literally throw him in jail, the Democrats and media are working on another strategy as well, and that is to keep Trump off the ballot entirely. Attacking him has not worked. It has actually increased support, which means in this era of the weaponization of government, they are trying to use government to keep Trump from running at all. Here's a discussion from MSNBC. The disqualification clause operates independently of any such criminal proceedings, and indeed also independently of impeachment proceedings and of congressional legislation. The clause was designed to operate directly and immediately upon those who betray their oaths to the Constitution, whether by taking up arms to overturn our government or by waging war on our government by attempting to overturn a presidential election through a bloodless coup. This is just outrageous. January 6th was not an insurrection. There were no weapons. There was no plan to overthrow the government. I mean, the notion is just nonsensical. Yes, some people did riot, no doubt, but most were just walking around. That's a fact. Another fact is that none of these people, rioters or bystanders, was involved in an insurrection. Questioning an election is not a violation of the Constitution. The left has called election results into question over and over and over again. They face no consequences, none. But if Republicans question an election, not only is it just so shocking to the left, but now the left wants to make it illegal and disqualifying. Here's more from MSNBC panelist Mark Elias. The, it, it, it is self-executing in that a person, in this instance, the former president and others, who engaged in insurrection, or gave aid and comfort, they are simply disqualified. They are simply not eligible to hold office. And so the only question is whether or not the secretaries of state and the other state officials whose responsibility is to uphold the constitution and apply it in the same way that they would apply an age restriction or a residency requirement for, uh, or an inhabitancy requirement, you know, whether or not they're going to do that here. This is the new game plan from the left. No trials needed. No convictions needed, no new laws needed, just get Democrat secretaries of state or even establishment Republicans to say Trump is not eligible to be on the ballot because of the 14th Amendment. And this idea is not just an academic exercise. New
1: Hampshire's Republican Secretary of State appears to be plotting to keep former President Donald Trump off the 2024 presidential ballot, even though he has yet to be convicted of any crimes. David Scanlon said he is consulting with the New Hampshire Attorney General, John Fermella, also a Republican, to see if it is possible to keep Trump off the ballot under a provision of the 14th Amendment.
0: What happens next is uncertain, but the American people must wake up to what is going on in our country. This great experiment in freedom and liberty will not survive if government can attack political opponents. And that is exactly what's happening now. All right. Next, let's talk about black support for Joe Biden and former President Trump, because the current levels of support should be sending shockwaves throughout the Democrat Party and the media. Now, one of the most traditionally reliable voting blocks for the Democrats has been black Americans. Democrats had consistently won 90%, 95%, or even higher percentages of the black vote in Democrat versus Republican elections. That all changed, however, with Donald Trump. The media and Democrats love to label Trump as a racist, and yet his support among Hispanics, Blacks, and other racial groups actually increased throughout his tenure in office. Now it appears that even more Black Americans are seeing the light and refusing to let the Democrats take them for granted, as Joe Biden clearly did in 2020. Listen, you gotta come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. Democrat policies hurt the black community, and Democrat-run cities have become cesspools of crime and violence. Are people finally opening their eyes? Maybe so. Are black voters ditching the Democratic Party while this group has
1: historically supported Democrats showing up for Joe Biden back in 2020 in a make or break contest in Georgia that put him in the Oval Office, for example. Almost four years later, polls show that black voters are checking out, particularly black men. Now that's all relative. Of course, the overwhelming majority of black men still vote for Democrats. But a recent Reuters Ipsos poll found 18 percent of black Americans would pick Donald Trump over Biden in a hypothetical matchup.
0: In that poll, 18% of black voters would favor Trump over Biden. That's huge. In a Fox News poll conducted just two weeks ago, black voter support for Trump was at 20%. Now, yes, this means that the black voters still overwhelmingly support Joe Biden and the Democrats. But it also shows that unlike any period of time in recent decades, blacks are looking at the Republican Party in a different light. The Democrats have ruined cities. They've run them into the ground. They have pushed to defund the police. They have called voter ID efforts racist. None of those policies has a support in the black community. If the Democrats keep playing the race card and hoping it will divide America. Well, guess what? It's not working. And this may be the moment when we break through once and for all. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description the one she gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show, so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Wednesday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.